All right, hello and welcome to another episode of Falls on Love. I am Nicole and almost just said my real name. Um, today with me, I have the writer of. Okay, I just told her that I wasn't going to try and count these, but I think she told me nine. Um, That's right. Nine contemporary romance novels. I was introduced to her and her work. Um, la- that's a lot. Not Yeah, last year. Because this year is when Girl Have You Met happened. So yeah, I was introduced to her and her work last year in advance of Girl Have You Met. Um, because I said I wanted to read everybody that the girls were bringing to the um, event. And so I picked up Miss A.C. Taylor's work and I was like, okay, she got some things going here. Like, I didn't know, but I, I know now I'm here and I'm present. So welcome to the show, AC. How you doing tonight? Thank you. I'm doing good. All right. Doing good. So um, there's going to be a point in the show that I'm going to stand for you, just so you know. So if you're easily embarrassed, you know, <laughs> steal yourself, get your mind right, because oh, it's going to happen, because you know how I feel about everything to me, your latest release. But we'll get there. For <laughs> now, we will start with question number one. So this is a question I ask everybody to open up with. Why romance of all the genre, genres, excuse me, you could have written, right? So you could have written a mystery, you could have written a crime thriller, or you could have written panda sex. <laughs> those romance. Why? Um, romance is just, I love making characters fall in love. I mean, I love love. So it just, it came out of nowhere because I've been writing since I was a kid, but mostly like young adult fiction, you know, stuff like that. And romance, it just kind of like jumped on me. And I'm in, like I said, I'm in love with love and black love at that. So making characters fall in love, that's just my thing. I enjoy it. I love the way it makes me feel. And when I get feedback from other readers that say that they love the way the characters made them feel, then that just makes me feel good. So I just keep on going. So you just said one of the reasons that actually motivates me to write and at some point in the show it always turns back to me and this is that point (laughs) so um but you said that you love the way that it makes you feel to make these people fall in love and I'm like yeah yes that is it that is what draws me to write romance because it's something about when you finally get to that point when the two people are synced that it's just like you feel like giddy yes yeah and that's how I, I just love feeling like that. And I usually, and I have this thing where I like to feel like that from beginning to end, mm-hmm. <laughs> from beginning to end. And so it, it just drives me and keeps me going. And I just get excited about it. All right. So question number two is actually two questions. Um, and I preface it by saying that if you have a memory like Dory from Finding Nemo, you probably want to answer the second one. If you have a memory like Elephant, you probably want to answer the first. So, the first one is, <laughs> what is the first romance novel you read and how did it make you feel? Or, what is the last romance novel you read that made you want to open up a new doc and start writing something? Um, let's see. Well, I do have a memory like Nemo, so I cannot <laughs> even tell you what the first romance novel was I read at all. 
Um, but I can tell you the last one, which is uh, I read a lot of Alexander Warren and yes. Christina Jones. And every time I read a book by them, period, I'm like ready to start on something new. That's just that's just how it is. Um, I think the last one I read was by was by Alexander Warren and it was Heated Harmonies, I want to say. Mm-hmm. I think it was that one. Um, and it just, I don't know. I just, I love all her books, just to be perfectly honest. But every time I read them, I just feel like, okay, it's time to open up a new document. It's time to get started on something else, you know. And I just go. Listen, my name on Twitter right now, um, like my display name is <laughs> Alex Warren fan account. So, you know, I stand for Alex. Oh, <laughs> and she will probably be suitably embarrassed if she listens back to this. <laughs> but she is just so good. And I just cannot. Yes. Um, and I, I told somebody the other day, I said, um, and the person I said this to was like, you don't say that. But I said that um, trying to catch up to CCJ's writing will be a ghost that mm-hmm. forever haunts me. And she's like, <laughs> don't say that. I'm like, no, but that's like motivation, right? That's yeah. the thing that keeps me going. And that's kind of why I ask people that question because that's really what I'm trying to get to the root of, really. Like, who are some of our peers that really, like, get you going that you like, ooh, boom. Yeah. I love how your books make me feel and now I want to make my readers feel that in turn. <laughs> so, Yes. <laughs> all right um question three is what is one theme or trope that you haven't written yet but you want to um i am i'm already a big friends to lovers kind of writer so the other thing i and it still kind of falls in friends to lovers so but um i want to do like an accidental pregnancy between friends. Ooh. <laughs> that's like the that's on my to-do list. Because I think that would be really good for me because I haven't wrote that before. I'm I think I've come close it. to it, but I haven't wrote that. I'm here for it. Whenever you'd like to re- write it. Um, <laughs> you know, um, if you'd like to get to it between Q1 and Q2 of 2018, <laughs> you know, I'd be glad to beta read for you. Uh, <laughs> just let me know whenever you're ready to write it. I'm ready to read it. That's all I'm saying. Well, I am definitely. It's definitely very close to probably after this next one that I'm working on. It'll probably be the next thing because, like, I'm all giddy about it. Just talking about it. Yes. So that is what I like <laughs> to hear. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> All right. So the next set of questions have nothing to do with like romance writing, none of that good stuff. They are super random. This segment may be short. It may be long. Who knows? Um, It's essentially a this or that segment. And so I'm just going to ask you this thing or that thing. And you can just say your answer and like, boom, this is my answer. And that is that. Or if you would like to explain your answer in some way, feel free. Um, So (laughs) the first one is coffee or tea. Mm. Mm. God, I don't like either. Okay, tea, but it has to be like a lemon tea. Okay. Because that's like, both of them are nasty. <laughs> you just wounded my heart. <laughs> Pierced. I go to Starbucks, but I, don't, I go to Starbucks, but I don't get coffee. I know, you get the refresher joint, right? 
yes. That sounds yes, real like creepy and stalkerish, but it's only because I've seen you <laughs> share it on social media before. <laughs> I talk about it all the time, like all the time. So trust me, it's, it's not like, stalkerish at all. Yes, you get a grande refresher with extra pink stuff <laughs> upside down in a double walled cup. Yeah, I know her order, y'all. Um, <laughs> all right. Um uh, eat in at a restaurant or take out? Take out. I like being at home. Not really a big fan of people. <laughs> That's a um a common thing with y'all writer people and y'all are all <laughs> No, I'm just <laughs> I know, right? Ooh. I know we're pretty bad. Like most of us do not like people. Yeah, y'all don't be, y'all don't be fucking around with the fuck but around. Like, like. <laughs> but but you're a writer, but you're a people person. Yeah. yeah I'm the, I can tell you are a people person. I'm the rare extrovert writer. <laughs> <laughs> very rare. Very rare. Because right. we all be like, ooh, people. Mm. Like, mm, I have to work my way up to this. How much peopling <laughs> do I have to do today? Mm. Okay. How much peopling? <clears throat> I don't know. All right. Uh, sneakers or heels? Oh, definitely sneakers. Word. Definitely sneakers. Can't stand heels. Um, don't have anything to wear heels with in the first place. So, yeah. That is me. That is my life. No heels. Sneakers all the way. Okay. Um, some of these suck. Really? This is dumb. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like editorializing as I'm like reading these. And some of these are way too intrusive. Like, excuse me? Um... <laughs> Oh, this one is a good one, maybe. No. Just kidding. Um, long hair or short hair? Short hair. Without a doubt. All right. Um, movies at home. Oh, wait, that never mind. Cause I just asked yeah, you. That's that. an easy I just asked you at home and outside question. So I don't want to do two of those. Um, these don't even make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like this one it said um bowling or skating but those two things are like not i mean in opposition of one another i mean i guess like i mean bowling skates make my feet hurt i haven't skated since like i've been in double digits so i imagine (laughs) i would probably like fall down I, my daughter, she loves to skate. She always wants to go skating. And I just be like, no, I'm not about that life. My feet just really are not feeling that plan. I'll go, but I'll be walking around the thing in tennis shoes. Yeah, I'm too, I think I'm too clumsy for skating now. That's what it is. All right. They're too heavy. Uh, thunderstorms or sunshine? Thunderstorms. Good reading, writing. Do nothing weather. True that. True that. Facebook or I'm a little Twitter. lazy. Oh, he <laughs> uh, <laughs> lazy right here. Very much. That's that's what it's all about. Um, Facebook because I still have not mastered Twitter. Oh, you got to come back to the dark side. I just don't. I don't want to say I don't get it, but I just feel lonely on Twitter. I feel like I'm talking to nobody. That's the best. Every part. now and then. 
Cause you can just, and you know, you think I would like this. Cause you can just talk your shit and then walk away. All right, I will do two more. What? Oh, uh, all this pen or pencil? Definitely pen. Okay. And last or last but not least, gold or silver? Silver. I hate gold. Other than rose gold. I like rose gold, but silver when it comes to jewelry, definitely silver. All right. So now we have reached the portion of the show where I am supposed to shut up, but who knows what'll happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> time I, I chime right back in like, oh yeah, girl. So let me bring this back around to me now. Um, but no. <laughs> so this is the portion of the show where um, it is your time to shine. So you can talk about whatever you'd like to talk about. You can talk about your latest release. You can talk about any of your previous releases you can talk about future stuff that you're working on if i don't know your son just learned something new <laughs> on the drums you can talk about that whatever it is you'd like to talk about feel free um i guess i could talk well i just had my latest release which is everything to me um it is available now and it is probably one of my favorites um in a while because it's uh, definitely friends to lovers, which I'm all about friends to lovers. And I love the chemistry between Dominic and Hayes. It was amazing. It was another one of those beginning to end writings that I just love the way they were with each other. So I'm really excited about that release. And it took me a long time to do because I had so much that went on in the last few months. So I guess that's why I'm also very, very proud of it. And a lot of the emotions that Hayes experienced, I had experienced because I lost my mother recently. And so that's kind of where her character and her situation stemmed from. And so that that book itself means a lot to me. Um, let's see what else. Oh, um, I don't know. I'm not really I'm very shy. So I, and I just want to tell you, I think I like jumped into your inbox immediately um as i was reading <laughs> it and was like sis this one here yes mm -hmm, i love it please give me more um because i think that um you know despite you having that loss and the emotions that you were feeling being so fresh and so raw the way that you channeled that into completing this project was just like girl do she even know what she did here like honestly and truly I was just reading this book with a huge smile on my face the entire time um and it had been quite some time um before that that I picked up a project and just loved it that much from beginning to end um and really liked every character in the book like even the people that were supposed to get on my nerves i was like <laughs> you are getting on my nerves but i kind of want to know why you getting on my nerves like everybody was coming down on uh homegirl avery, avery. everybody was coming oh down God. on avery everybody like oh avery's the worst i don't like her why did you make her like this and i'm like but guys would she be interesting if she was just the cool friend who went no. along with it like no 
So we have to have some sort of tension in the story. And I thought that you weaved the tension in via Avery was great because it made me just want to know, okay, what made her like this? Yeah. Because that's what I'm getting right now. Like everybody wants to know. They want to know Avery's story. They want to know what made her like this or like that. And of course, everybody wants to put her with um, Darian and see how that works. Maybe he'll fix her and, and all of that. But so that phrasing, right? I want to talk to you about that because I don't think I've talked to anybody about this thing yet. But there's this thing that readers do. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I find myself doing it too sometimes where we want the hero to put the heroine in place or to mm-hmm. fix her or to make her better. But like in real life, we wouldn't go for that mess. Right. Like, I'm a pretty strong-willed woman. And if a nigga steps to me and is like, girl, I'm going to change your life and you better get in line. I'm like, Ashley, nigga, <laughs> you can keep it moving. Like, like uh, no. No. But contrarily, in fiction, if a hero says that to a heroine, I'm like, well, girl, he might could change your life. You know, just yeah. give him a chance. Why do you think it's, we do it's that? So different. <laughs> I don't know. It's so different because I was thinking about that with one of my other books uh, with You Should Still Be Mine. And I was thinking about Dallas and how controlling he was and just how in real life, don't nobody want nobody like that. Mm-hmm. But in the fiction, in the fiction world, it's like, yeah, you know. <laughs> that's bae. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's bae. And it's like, I don't I don't know why, but we just love it as far as books are concerned and or as far as fiction is concerned, but in real life we're like, nah, um, I ain't trying to hear all that. That that don't work for me. But I guess it's a it's like a it's like a fan it's a fantasy thing. It's a um I don't know, it's just being caught up in that that fantasy world and I guess that's a, you know just catches us mm-hmm. and we we be like yeah this this is good he he could change your life like he can make you do better yes it's like we don't be giving these poor women no chance it's like girl let, <laughs> let him love you with your hard headed behind it's like <laughs> but sis have we even looked at it from her point of view like right we're not even trying to identify with her huh no she Mm-mm. don't get the benefit Mm-mm. of the doubt mm. okay like i said and Avery gets no love. So I got to figure out if, you know, if she gives me a story to tell, um, see if she can be redeemed from everybody hating her. Oh, I think she <laughs> absolutely can. I think people jumped out the window on Avery. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> the one and lone member of Team Avery because her yeah. people hurt yeah, people. Yeah, you the only Okay. One. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's true. They got to they gotta come up off of Avery's back. Okay. She, she just trying to live her life. Jeez, they don't want to let up on her. They foot is on her neck. Like I always say, there's always that one misunderstood person. Oh, absolutely. And that's Avery for the time being. For everybody, girl. They they came out. I felt bad. I was like, well, man, let me towel my cape and come back to save the Avery. Cause yes because everybody like everybody i was getting inboxes i was getting you know in the group like literally people was posting like i hate avery can we kill her you know i was like dang was she that bad because once i get done writing like i really there's things i remember but you know i just be like dang i'm thinking back like dang was she that bad 
you know so do you okay so that's you just said another thing that just sparked me so i was talking to somebody the other day and i was telling them how um after i'm done writing the project and go through the editing stage i completely Mm -hmm. disassociate from the project right like it's not top of mind anymore those people aren't in my head anymore so i don't remember all of like i don't remember half of what i wrote or yeah. like all of the minute details and then like people like when you send it off to beta readers and stuff like that people will be like oh my goodness i can't believe such and such you like wait that happened <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god that happens to me all the time and i'll be like oh i don't and then i you know i'm trying to you know get a memory of the situation but most times I mean I forgot. It's so bad. Like it's like really, really bad. And I mean like, oh, because I know we were at the um the Girl Have You Met event and somebody asked me something about a character that was several books ago. And I was just like, you know, I was trying to, you know, rejog my own memory. <laughs> but it was like a little, you know, a tidbit of something. And I, I kind of worked my way around to it. But I, I do once I get done writing, um, once I hit publish, actually, it's like it's just like I moved on to the next story, the next idea. So I don't necessarily remember all the little things that happened. It's kind of just like a little piece in my mind, you know, of what did take place. So when I see the reviews and stuff, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. (laughs) It did go down like that. Dang. I'm so glad that I am not alone in that because I thought for sure that I was in the early stages of dementia or something. (laughs) (laughs) It's like... Like somebody like brought up a joke that I made like in a book and I was like, are you sure that I said that? And they're like, yes, fool. Like you wrote this. Um, Can you point point on the doll (laughs) where exactly that happened? (laughs) But see, that's where that's the parts where you know that it's not necessarily you like you. It's the character that that did that. That's like you just typed it out. So that's another reason I think we don't really remember everything is because. It's literally, I know some people be like thinking that we crazy when we say um, it's the characters that's telling the story. Like, I'm just sitting at my computer typing this out. Like, they make the story. And, but that's because that's a real thing. That's why we can't remember half the stuff we wrote because it's not even us talking. And I think that people think that's a cop out, particularly like yeah. when a book ends in a certain place and it doesn't end where they wanted it to end. Yeah. And you say, well, that's all the story the character gave me. Right. And they're like, what does right. that mean? You're the one that wrote the book. I'm like, no, girl, actually, like, <laughs> I just sat here and typed. Like, it just. Yep. I just typed what they told me. That's all I did. Like, I kept, because I kept saying before I put out my most recent release that um uh it was going to be my first full length mm-hmm. i didn't say it publicly but i kept saying it to my friends and i kept saying it to like people like that i talked to that I trust or whatever but right in it i got to like forty thousand words and they was like okay sis so yeah <laughs> <laughs> and scene right here girl <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, it wasn't meant for them to. These were all meant to be novellas in this series. Okay, <laughs> all right, I've learned the lesson. Like, I don't yeah. control this destiny. Mm-mm. And and I mean, it's a it's a le- like it's a valuable lesson because you have to learn not to try to make things happen, 
because you're not even in control of any of it. When the characters say they done, they ain't saying nothing else. I don't care what you do. If you had 50,000 words, if you had 40, whatever, that's it. Like, I literally, I have, like, I don't know if my characters are all on the same, they hang out at the same place or what, but they they say 60K, that's it. Mm. They all say 60 to 65K, that's it. They're not doing anything else. And they stop. Like, for real, I hear nothing else. <laughs> I'm like, like, okay, well. This, this is our stop, sis. It's been nice visiting yeah. you. <laughs> that's, that's it. We're not giving you nothing more. Uh, We're going to give you about 16 to 18 chapters, maybe 20. And that's it. They have broken it down to chapters. I'll be like, all right, well, I'm good then. So, uh, uh, um, I don't know how to use words. Um, question that is <laughs> along the same lines, though, right? So, because this is a thing that I've been struggling with. And so I've asked a couple people because I'm just interested and curious and Mm -hmm. I'm new to this authoring thing. And so I like to (laughs) ask other people who've been writing a little bit longer than me and have more books under their belt. So, you know how you write a story and then there are side characters like, for example, Avery and everything to me. And people, well, people ain't ask you for her story because they asked me to kill her. But... (laughs) (laughs) That's um, so wrong. What's Dominic's brother's name? Darren? Did I make mm-hmm, that up? Darren. Okay. I'm like, did I make that up? Because I do that a lot. Um, <laughs> I just completely forget characters' names. But people are asking what's up with him, right? And old oh, girl, and they yeah. want to know more about that. So when you get the inquiries like that, and people are like, oh, what's going on with this person, that person, the third, and that person isn't talking to you, do you feel any sort of pressure to try to get that person to come visit to appease readers or are you just like no nah, girl you gonna get this next story that I got in my heart and my soul because <laughs> I don't have time for this and I'm sorry you're wanting this but I don't have it for you you know I have I have mixed feelings when it comes to that or mixed um I guess uh, issues when it comes to that because on one hand yeah I feel pressure to um want to create that because I mean, I know they want to know. And of course, you know, in some way you want to please your readers or in many ways you want to please your readers. But at the same time, I also have that other feeling that's like, no, you're going to get what I'm going to give you because that's what's on my mind. Them other people ain't talking about nothing. So, you know, here you go. But um, depending on how, you know, intriguing the characters were to me, eventually in most cases, they will come back to me and they will say something and I usually will try to intertwine them in my next story some way to hopefully get to them. But I just, I don't make any promises. I kind of just be like, oh, well, we'll see what they have to say. Because, you know, I have one character that's still looming in the wind from like book three <laughs> that I did. Uh, I think Jamal, people still ask me about him from A Love I Can't Forget. And I just be like, he ain't saying nothing. And he probably ain't <laughs> never going to say nothing. So... <laughs> You know, so if I have a little inkling that there's a possibility of something for that particular character, then yeah, but I don't I don't force anything anymore. I used to. I used to try. But I've been in a position where I wrote like a, like almost a whole book and then trashed it because I just was not feeling it. Mm. So I stopped doing that. So I then wasted a whole lot of time on something I'm not even going to release. That is, so. that is solid advice because I've been feeling the pressure a little bit 
you know, some people <laughs> been knocking on my door like, yeah, so what about songs? Because I shot myself in the foot, really, because I released a collection of short stories. Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't have done that, especially after um, uh, Jacinta and Ray and Lily uh, and Nia oh, had yeah. done Because My Heart Says So, you know, so they did mm-hmm. those four novellas and then they turned the four novellas into four full-length novels. And so, like, that's not a precedent because people are like, oh, okay, they did that. So we see our little short stories over here. These was cute or mm-hmm. whatever, but since when the whole story coming, <laughs> and I'm like, but like these little snippets of life, like this, some of them stopped abruptly. You want to know why? Because that is literally all that they came and gave me on their visits. Okay. <laughs> they did not leave with the frankincense and the myrrh. They just came with the myrrh, like the frankincense didn't come. So I don't. Yeah. See, I mean, it's, it's hard. It's hard, but you have to think about it. Like all the ideas that we have in our head, and they produce all these different characters, supporting characters, just all kinds of stuff. Like, you know, I'm I'm the type of person that I have to move on. Like I I can't I can't stick with the same characters for too long. I don't know what happens, but I can't stick with the same characters for too long. So I can't make any promises on on any characters. And a lot of times, and, and that's a great thing that that you can even make the readers feel like I want more. You know, I want more from these particular characters. I love this story so much that I want more. So that's a great thing. But as an author, sometimes it's like a little stressful, mm-hmm. a lot of pressure. Like, ain't no moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a wrap. There's nothing else here. <laughs> It do not matter. Like, that's just it. (laughs) The struggle. The struggle. It's so real. It's so real. Well, (laughs) that is all I have. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for coming through and chatting with me tonight. It has been my pleasure to chop it up with you. Um, If you are listening to this and you have not read any A.C. Taylor, I advise you to get your life right. And then come (laughs) back and revisit us later. And I I thank you so much for having me because I love platforms like this. I think what you are doing is amazing and I love listening to them. I love listening to your podcast. I love following you on Twitter because like I have my notifications on and everything and you be saying crazy stuff. So <laughs> I'll be sitting there like just laughing all day when you get on your, your rants or whatever. So um, I just, like I said, I thank you for having me. And it has been fun and funny because you gave in to my laughter, which is pretty constant. So, yeah. Oh, girl, listen, I stay laughing. You got to laugh, right? Like, if you, if you don't do <laughs> nothing else all day, like, if you go through yes. your whole day and you don't laugh once, what was your life about today then? Like, you need to go back and reassess it because you got to find joy in some part of the day. Yes, you need to go back to sleep. If you haven't been able to laugh, just go back to sleep and try again. Try again. Because, uh your day wasn't about nothing. It really wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, AC. Well, I I look forward to seeing you in a- April. That's right. Yes. I was yes. like, wait, when is it? It's April. April, April. Hey.